What's up guys, Scuffy here, and today we have something a little different than our typical normal weekly episode. I am actually going to start doing like little tidbit episodes. It might run from anywhere from like 15 minutes to 30 minutes, go over a particular topic or maybe a strategy or some type of tip. I, I, I just feel like the more content, better. It's all only going to be through audio, though. So if you expect to see this on the YouTube side of things, it won't be there. This is just strictly for you guys listening on any pop podcast platform and for you guys to listen to while you're at work, grinding the game, or so on. So I, what better to start out with by, I guess what i really love to do i mean we all if you listen to inside the show or watch me over streaming for multiple years you know right now my favorite mode is always br and why is that i mean a lot of people ask you why bother even going to br especially when it's on all-star it's the three game uh, not three game uh three inning minimum and it's just crazy stuff can happen whether it's rng whether it is just weak hits that just don't go your way there's there's a lot of tangibles and variables that go into br but i always bring it i always bring it why i love playing br is the drafting i love drafting teams i love the strategy behind it i love of trying to find that perfect team where you're going to be trying to go on that particular run where you could get nine wins, 10 wins, 11, and maybe even go 12 and 0 and get the fullest win. There's a lot that goes into the thought process of that. And I'm such a stickler to detail of what I want to do. I mean, if there's one thing off on my BR draft, I will redraft. Like, say if I have everything else in place, I mean, this is just me and speak out. I don't recommend doing this, but. If I just say have a mediocre second baseman, like maybe it's a common or bronze player I'm not really comfortable with. It's not like a Jonathan VR right now. It's I just like something tells me this is not it and I redraft. But I want to talk about today pretty much my BR draft strategy. Maybe this will help you guys if if you never went into BR before or maybe you just don't know where to... build your team from and that really relies on you yourself as a player it it always has i mean last year i had a br draft strategy through youtube and last year it was very tough to pitch for me personally um much more so this year since we have the addition to pinpoint so i went with pitching as my strength and then my um, I and then I waited to the later rounds to build up my hitting because I knew I could hit. It is all star. You'll need the top of the tier players or hitters to be successful in BR. You could have those silver bronze studs to help you get get to you where you want to go, and that's go flawless, of course. So what happens this year? I mean, recently we had the update where now we have four diamond rounds we have four diamond rounds and then everything else is pretty much the same i think they just removed either a bronze or silver player either way there's still higher availability of silver and bronze players out there i believe between eight and nine so what happens now what happens now when you add not only one more diamond round because we we've seen three diamond rounds before but they added two more now that got me me thinking like how do I approach a BR draft now? Where do I go from here? Especially having four chances of these top tier type of players. Yes, they're branched out to 85, 89, and I believe 92, 
94 and I believe 94 to 98. Correct me if I, I believe it's somewhere in that range. I don't have to correct. And then, of course, the 99 round that we get in the first round. But let's get to that first 99 round. What do I do in that first 99 round? I throw out any strategy I have. Any strategy I have, that's how I'm going to dictate how my draft's going to go. Why do I say that? You should choose the best available. Best available. Like, let, let's say, for example, if Chipper's there, I'm choosing Chipper 99.9% of the time. Hands down. Now, say if there's like a Kenley Jansen and maybe there is from a 99, a Joe Morgan or maybe a Johnny Bench type player. I will probably go with the pitching because I know I'm going to have that dominant pitcher, especially for relief. I still don't. I, I will say this. I still don't draft starters. I only draft high diamond starters. And the reason for that, because of the availability and the reset of stamina. So for relievers, I always looked to stack my bullpen. And if I could get a higher diamond, say reliever from the first round, just knowing that the other players available within that round are maybe not the best off uh, offensive players that you would like to play with for your team. I'm going with that diamond pitcher hands down, whether it is Kenley or even Mariano that fits the meta with the sinker um, cutter meta and then high velocity, even goose. I will put up there 99 goose. I I'm not too keen of the lower diamond goose, but the 99 goose, especially with outliers up there. And so say I do that. I, once I get my diamond pitcher or maybe diamond hitter, that's going to dictate what I want to do from the rest of the draft. Now I tend to now having the three extra diamond rounds, we will be able to create a really good team regardless. And I tend to pick for the diamond rounds positions that I don't see have very much death as the lower tier rounds like for first base first base has a crazy amount of talent and value to it at the lower tier rounds i mean we got edwin we got miguel sano for bronze we got the lomo there's and even for the gold rounds if you want to go save like a jim tomey or a p alonzo i tend to try to get if i see a diamond hitter and save it's a in the second diamond round where you're able to get the 98 um, 96 to 98 overall, where say if I, I'm up against the, like the tops now or not even the tops now, maybe the team of Finney, Awardo Escobar and say I, Jim Tomey's there, like the team of Finney too. Yes. That Jim Tomey is the Tyson with the 125 power and you know, power is the all go meta for BR. And I'm, I will point that out. Power is definitely still the way to go when building your team because one run just makes a difference and you're on all-star. So your PCI is still going to be big regardless. It's not where you're on hall of fame and, and legend. We always got to remember where we are, where's the playing field out. And that's on the all-star difficulty. So I will pick Escobar's. So not only that, he plays third. There is other lower tier, higher tier, um, uh, lower tier cards that I like, but not as in depth as say as a first base. So you always want to make those decisions there. And why that is because you're creating death. You're, you're creating death to your lineup because once you reach to those lower tier lineups, you're going to find these God squads, the BR God squads, like we've seen in the past. And you'll be able to plug them into those primary positions that you know that 
will do just fine. So say like if we chose we chose the S bar and then we get to say right field and Solaire picks up. I'm picking Solaire, man. Solaire with his swing with the 80 plus power. I'm picking up and maybe even for left field. I, I think left field is more in depth this year than it has in years past. We got the Andrew Jones, the best bronze card I call in the game. We got JD Martinez. Now you're asking JD Martinez, what what what's with the common defense? Or I believe it's bronze or common. I still am willing to make the risk of putting J.D. Martinez out there being three-inning game than, say, if it was a nine-inning game because sometimes the ball might not even be hit to him. And if it does, it most some, I say 70% of the time, it's just a normal fly, routine fly ball. You're going to get those that he might miss one, but that's the risk you take because the reward of having a J.D. Martinez in your lineup and with that power is going to give you the more probability of winning a game than not. So that's why I don't value, I I, I wouldn't say value, I do value defense in BR. Like if I could get a solid up the middle defense, whether it's shortstop, center field, or second base, I'm more, more keen to shortstop and second base because I feel like those positions are where you want your defense, especially center field. Like I know there's, good value center fielders with the bat, like say Aaron Hicks and Ian Happ, but I don't feel comfortable leading them in center field just due to their speed and their defense. That's why I'm more keen to maybe a silver Eric Davis card. I mean, he, he fits pretty much it all. He has speed. He has the pop. Um, and then even if you're using say like a silver rookie, George Springer in right field. He has the speed. Yes, his defense is not great. I'm more worried about speed in center field that's going to be able to catch a fly ball, track down fly balls in these creative stadiums or even minor league stadiums, say like a Laughing Mountain Stadium. Or if you, God forbid, that you you go to these stadiums in BR, hopefully you don't, in a polo ground stadium. So you want that speed there in center field. That's why I love any Trent Grissom card that I could get He's a must pick for me, whether it is the team affinity from one with the 89 overall or just his live series. I believe he's still a gold. Um, I don't have the roster in front of me, so I will go with the gold. So I would focus my defense through up the middle and then everywhere else. I'm willing to mix and match depending on what card we get. And mostly what I'm looking for from these hitters is power. And that means, hey, if I'm putting Edwin I have like say I have a gold tops uh gold classic uh flashback with the Miguel Sano. I forgot I think it's an all-star card with the one one eighteen, one twenty-one power, but he's primary first base. And then I get Edwin and I need a third baseman. And it's between say Edwin and maybe like a I, I can't think of anything offhand, but a lesser bat. I'm picking Edwin and I'm willing to gamble Edwin at third base. I feel like third, I, and I have done that. I have done that and was successful to get Edwin um, on a 12 all run before. And his bat made a difference. If as long as you have that in death lineup where you're comfortable with the one through eight and you have, you have those players that you know, that are going to work for you. And that's another thing before, before I get to the end point here, Find players that fit you. We could recommend all the PR gods 
in the world. We have the cheat sheets who we feel mostly comfortable with, but say someone's ranked one on the list and you don't like them, but you like the person on, on the third of the list better. You pick the third one every time. Pick whoever you feel comfortable with because you're going to these free inning games. These are not long games. These are quick and a minimal decision or a minimal input from you makes the decision of this game. You just got to remember that. You, this is why I like BR because of the general rush it gives you. Yes, we see these ra- randomness that happens time and time here and there or these uh, weak hits that we give up, but that's the beauty of it and the and the aggravation of it. It's 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 kind of it's kind of a mix of two because that's just that's what you're going to. It's it's every everything's on the table. Nothing's off limits. That's why if we had a knuckler Yes, as a community, we're like, oh man, knucklers. Why? Why are you pitching them in knucklers? If it's in BR, hey, I'm I'm using that. That's telling me the the draft is telling me to pick this knuckler. This is going to be one one through uh, one player. I'm going to be successful with on this run. And hey, I'm going to plug him in because nothing is off limits when it comes to BR. It is a war zone. If it, it really is, it's like a war zone. I mean, it's kind of funny he's saying war zone being Call of Duty and this being BR mode and that will be the show. But still, it's it's <laughs> it's something that I don't think twice with, and you shouldn't either. You should just roll with the lineup that you feel comfortable with. Try and if if it's a new cycle of the game and you're taking this advice going to say MLB Show 22. Try out different players. And when I mean try out different players, try out different lower tier players. Like a Jonathan VR for me is my favorite bronze second baseman for me. Just because his swing it's lone and I believe he plays above his attributes. And you have those cards. And we, we've seen those cards with the Mondeses. We see with the Freddie Galvez cards. We see it's just the list goes on and on. You want to find cards that you feel comfortable with, but also agreeing with the meta. Now, there is some cards that do play above his attributes, but you won't know that until you start playing with them or you get word or advice, which is fine. You, you can always try them out. But when you're first starting out in BR and, you, and maybe you were imitating to play in this mode, you want to play with the meta. And the meta of BR right now, I mean, it's kind of like the meta of the game. Like we're talking about the meta for hitting for BR, and that's power. It's always going to be power because uh, one hit here could just change the whole game. I mean, yes, that could be sane in rank, but remember, you're starting in the seventh inning and you're trying to win a three in a game. One hit there would go there. For the pitching side, you're always going to look for the high velocity, any outlier pitcher, of course, and then the sinker and and the cutter being the pitching methods. And that that pretty much goes everywhere within MLB show for P versus P. But there is, you just need to find those value players, like a Jonathan Hernandez. How many of you know who Jonathan Hernandez bronze card live series? I, I mean, I know I can't get the reaction, but Jonathan Hernandez throws up to a 90, 99 to 100 sinker, and he's a bronze. That means if you see him early in your in your round, you'll be like, okay, this guy could get these diamond pit hitters out. How many times have you played Moonshot and you had success with your common pitchers getting out these diamond pitches? Just just have that mindset as well. Be like, oh, if you have the mindset of, oh, these bronze pitchers can't get these diamond hitters out, just remember we had an event called Moon, uh, the Moonshot event where we were playing in an elevated stadium as Coors Field using common pitchers against diamond hitters. And you were successful getting them out. Just remember that going into a BR draft. That's why these bronze pitchers and silver pitchers are going to help you. Oh, say if you don't go with the higher dime in the first round like a Kenley and you go with a chipper and you know your lineup set. Like, how do I set up my pitching now? 
find those good meta pitchers like a Sam Comrude. I always botch his name, a Phil Montone. Um, even then, Joe Smith is still very valuable. Uh, JB, I, I, Wecklinton, I always botch his name, is solid. There's there's so many good pitchers out there that you could create death with, whether it is silver or bronze. I mean, we still have Blake Trinan. Um, we have Chris Martin, which I'm uh, hey, those are probably the best silver pitchers that we had in BR maybe ever that 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 plays to the meta because they both have a sinker, they both have a cutter, and they are both relief pitchers. So say if I use one in one game, I'll have the other for the next. That's another thing. And that brings me to I know I'm kind of going everywhere right now, but it there's a point to that because have why I use relievers and why I mostly focus on relievers and starters is pretty much the stamina. If I set, say I, I drafted Blake and Chris Martin together, and those are going to be my primary relievers. I have Blake for game one. I have Chris for game two, and then it rotates. And I'm always going to be feeling comfortable, and I start them. What A lot of people wait, wait until their relievers, the best relievers, into the third inning to like close out the game. I say bring them out now. And why that is? Because you want to have the momentum to your side immediately, and you want to feel comfortable immediately through this three-inning game. So pitch them, and then you know they're on a rotation. Pretty much I have Blake on game one and then I have Chris on game two and then come back game three at Blake and then game four I have Chris and then you keep on rotating. Now, the key is to keep on building depth with these lower tier cars, as we mentioned. I mean, looking now for the bronze lefties, I mean, we have Aaron Loop, who should be a silver or a gold with the one point something ERA he has with the Mets. But those cards, you want to make sure you have at least two solid two to three solid lefties that you could rotate between the games and then that's the same thing for your righties you just have to find the correct players that are going to play towards the meta and make you feel more comfortable going to a br game because that's that's the pretty much the gist of it going to br and being comfortable don't let the three inning game get to you and don't worry if you go down by one or two or three runs remember this game is on all-star and you could do the same thing against their pitcher because you have the lineup to go with it. You have that depth in the lineup to go with. So pretty much to sum around what we've been talking about today and what to go into like a BR draft strategy. And you can have your own strategy here. You don't have to take this. I just want to get the gist and the overall theme is to make a lineup that you feel comfortable with going to each game, no matter if you go down by one or two runs in the first, or maybe you go, maybe you just feel comfortable with the pitcher you have and the lineup you have. You want to make sure that you're going with the positivity and going with the mental aspect. Like I'm going to win this game. I have the pitcher. I want on the mound. I have the lineup I want to do, and we're going to win this game. Now. Yes. We see, like we mentioned before, the randomness that comes the game. You just got to pretty much take it as it comes, because if you let that affect you and it, trust me, it affects me a lot more than, than, you might see because off stream, I, I'm trusting me, I'm raging left and right sometimes, but sometimes you can't let that affect you because you have that quicksand method where if you ever watch the replacements, there's a famous scene in the replacements where the coach is going over um, what do they fear and Shane Falco, long live Shane Falco, pretty much said quicksand and pretty much what that is is pretty much one thing bad happens and you can't let another you can't let the next thing 
be part of the quicksand and let you have that negative out like effect to keep you digging trying to try to get out just take it on have that qb qb element and where you just say all right that happens let's just continue playing this game and maybe it'll come back to me if not we'll just continue knowing how we how we play and continue try to win the game but I, I this is the first time I'm doing this and with the being like the extra episode type of thing but I hope you guys enjoyed this I there's a lot more to this topic I would love to get to but I just want to kind of put a feeler out the, out here this is about like what 20 minutes about 20 or so minutes let me know if you guys like this type of episode where I'll, I'll plug it here and there maybe i'll do it on like a lunch break if there's a particular topic or any particular like cards you guys want us to review i would love to just put this out there so let us know we follow us on twitter it's uh, twitter.com slash uh inside the show pc once again it's twitter.com slash inside the show pc also be free to let me know on my twitter account scuffy mcgee tv and we'll keep on doing this if you guys enjoy this so hopefully this helps for like where where to start when drafting in br we'll definitely have like a part two of this but like i said i want to give the feeler and just be confident of the players that you draft and say, say there's one player like how I was mentioning my example, like I need to redraft because I don't like this lineup redrafts because you got to spend some subs to make some subs in my eyes. And that might take one, one, two, maybe three redrafts. Don't be afraid to redraft. I will say that, but don't go into redrafting 10 to 15 because you want to make sure that you have some, uh, gameplay as well but i don't know that's just me hope you guys enjoyed this i kind of rambled on went off tangent here and there with my subjects first time doing this but hope you guys enjoyed it we'll catch you guys next on on the full episode of inside the show which should be sometime next week um we'll have a lot more content coming out i know we have a roster update this friday i believe there's something else that's on this friday but we'll talk about that much more anyway appreciate you guys listening hope you guys have a good day see you next time